Welcome, everybody, to the Library Pubcast, episode number 160, being recorded 90th and Fort in Omaha, Nebraska. Matt, you doing all right? Yep. I'm right. just learning how to use my phone. Fantastic. I'm, let me know when you figure it out. Maybe I, you can teach I, me. I think I got it. It's an Android. Oh. So. Can we start off this podcast by everybody consoling Mark on on his team's uh, loss yesterday? Hey, man, it's all of our losses. We it is. to try some really, really good whiskey if they would have won that game. I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of really, actually, really Jeremiah, sad about that. Jeremiah tried throwing the box to hell. <laughs> so, yeah. We, by the way, you were promptly blamed for the loss of Creighton because you got the box out. Yeah, oh, you if you had not gotten the did. box I out. That was the main reason why I didn't Why text did you get you the box out? On Friday night, I didn't text you on Friday night. I was like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna jinx it. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to text him. Oh, Talk he, to him on he tempted fate. But I thought Dang we were going to counterbalance Mark. it by Miller going three for three on throwing trash into the small trash can, uh, wearing a Creighton T-shirt. For but Miller, that's quite the feat. Well, uh, listen, I thought it was a lock. It's more three. My wife that they banked made. one off the <laughs> IW Harper bottle. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah, my wife banked one off the IW Harper bottle into the trash can yesterday, so that was good. It it is a nice flat bottle that makes a great. Can we talk about an exciting thing though? Is that the Iowa Hawkeyes are in the Final Four? The women are. I don't. I I know you don't see. I don't see gender. They them. They them is my pronouns. Um, The Iowa Hawkeye basketball team is in the uh, Final Four. Have you ever read a news article where someone required them to they use they them? It's so fucking confusing. <laughs> what do you have a problem with they or them? Yeah. Well, it depends yeah, on do because it, there's only one person there. It depends on who they or them is. Are it's them is is or are it's them. And who? now in an effort what to make sure we them? don't get canceled. Those people. Um, <laughs> you're gonna play some mark right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right it's, back after it's this okay. message from our sponsor. My mom's not gay, and I don't think James is. Might be. Listen, I know James has done some things. It definitely opens up your weekend. <laughs> James, James is you're, you're worried about that when you guys went off on midgets for an hour and a half? <laughs> what are they going to do? Come after us? There's going to be a little army not very, walking here? Not right. very fast. Pointing their little stubby yeah, fingers I mean, at us? Hey, <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> no, I thought. Well, they, it depends. Do they have willow hands? Because I those things could knock you out. Will, they Willow pick at the bar, but hands. all you see is the signs. <laughs> <laughs> the Willow's got huge hands. Stop. We can't get into this today. I just so early into this show. $20 bill running back and forth. That's all you see. <laughs> hey, hey, don't go in that bar. They're a bunch of dicks. <laughs> Who's Stop saying moving. that? Sorry. What the fuck is talking? Podcast world. Yeah. What station is the radio on? Wow. Well, so the, the library is a, is a little person unfriendly environment. No, we're totally friendly with them if they're friendly with us. Okay. In fact, they would probably be celebrities. By the way, all that's getting cut out. <laughs> it's just a all that has to get cut out. This is the, the only down. good stuff we got, actually. Tom, yeah. you were just recently in the great state of California. I was in the state of California, uh-huh. yes. Where Do you ever see the movie great Seven? Mm-hmm. It rained like the movie Seven. It, wow. would just, it was a torrential downpour almost the whole time we were there. Seems like it rained a lot of places. Uh, our beer manager, Matt, was in Arkansas and got hurricane dawn. Oh, did he? Yeah. He said it was kind of scary. It was shaking the camper and... There was they got like eight feet of rain. So eight feet of rain. That's did that's he build an ark? Yeah. That's a lot of rain. He thought about it. Um, so check this out. I went to two restaurants in California that did not accept cash. Yeah. Really? That's, Made that's my their thing, man. brain hurt a little bit. Hippies. I was like, huh? I wouldn't be able to take a vacation. You don't that's take they, fucking cash? What do you that's mean? How they, that's how they. That's how they are controlling us. 
<laughs> Who, who's controlling us? I don't know. Is John in, Tucker joining the, the people in California? <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm sorry, I didn't get my tinfoil hat. Did I miss it? But how, how the fuck? How the fuck you not take? I mean, under, I've seen restaurants in the other direction where they won't take credit Somebody because they got to pay up to three percent yeah. on it. But cash? I mean, if everybody I just went cash look, for a day. You, if you look at a piece of cash, be it a one, five, ten, fifty, whatever, there's a line on it that says that this is. Uh, for all debts, both public and private? Legal yeah. tender. Legal tender for all debts, both public and private. So I don't know if you can do that. Well, they were doing it. They can. I mean, they don't have they to. Do. Well, during COVID, it yeah. was a huge it's, thing talking about a cashless society, yeah. which that means I would never be able to take a vacation because I live in a cash world. So a ton of people I, doing they control pay? you. Doing the, just I touch went to the get phone. Gas. I went to get gas. This has been years and years ago. But I went to get gas over here on the corner at 90th and Fort. And filled my car up, you know, waved the lady, she turned the pump on, like I said, years ago, and filled up my car and then went in, handed her a $100 bill, and she said, we don't take hundreds. And my response was, well, that's all I have. Well, we don't take hundreds. Give me a credit card. I don't have a credit card. And she con continued to argue with me, and I pointed out that said on there that it's legal tender for all debts, both public and private. And I said, if you don't take the $100 bill, I'm going to leave. Well, if you leave, I'm going to call the police. Okay, why don't I stay and you call the police? Policeman shows up, comes in, what's the problem? She says, he's paying with a $100 bill and we don't accept $100 bill. He looks at me, I said, that's all I have. He looks at her and says, you got to take it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shot her. So the <laughs> <laughs> and then he shot her. It's Mark. Yep. He's over there. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be extra editing this week. Yeah. Uh, was, was your last name Murdoch by any chance? Anyways. Oh, geez, Louise. Don't kill the gay kid on the deserted road. Don't run him over and then cover it up. Well, uh, Back to your story in, in the great state of California. It's not a great... That's all I had. That's all you had. What more uh, do you want to hear about? Well, I'm just... I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. Jeremiah did not eat a piece cash. of food that was not, quote-unquote, amazing the entire uh, time I, I was there. Oh, it's so amazing. It was. No, seriously, dude. He, that dude likes to eat, man. I'm going to tell you what. Well, look, he's a big boy. But it was all just the best food you've ever had in your life. I'm trying to figure out the benefit for them of not having cash. Like, I suppose they're less likely to get robbed. And I think that was it. But, I mean, we were in, like, a pretty affluent area. I don't think that the, the, the brewery, it was a brewery, I can't remember the name of it right now, but I don't think they were in danger of being stuck up, you know? So, I think it just... The managers just convince themselves, fuck it. We don't want to have to balance the safe and do the counts and everything and screw it. We'll just take our credit. And again, they're paying up to 3% on credit cards. Mm -hmm. Well, you so, guys are paying up to 3%. That's just added into your burger cost. Well, uh, California now, the other thing that I noticed out there, and this is something that really pisses me off. Hippies. Is, is the, did you say hippies? Hippies. I didn't see any hippies, but I don't think I'd be pissed off by and hippies. God Free love seems like damn. something I'm into. God, uh, these kids <laughs> are music. I don't want to fucking pay for it. Well, no, the, but every place, or a lot of places now are doing the whole, like, you know, to provide our employees with a living wage, an extra 4% will be added to your bill. And being a restaurant person, I'm like, just raise the prices for fucking percent and don't tell me about it. Just add a buck to everything and call so it, it a day. So it just pisses me off that you want, you want me to pay for your staff to be able to afford to live. Well, and I kind of feel like when they put it on the on the menu, it's like they're bragging to you. Yeah, they're trying to get brownie points. It kind of is a like, little hey, bit. Like, hey, look yeah. at us. We're going to charge you a little bit extra, but it's going to go towards our employees, which is kind of the agreement we have when we hire them. 
Well, I mean, and then and then you don't know that the employee is actually getting the absorption. <laughs> yeah. As an employer, 2%. I will tell you that it is a quid pro quo, uh, counselor. You want to define that? Go ahead. But it is a quid pro quo situation uh, with um, people. They come to work, and I give them money to be there. What? So, I which mean, is no different than a prostitute when you think about it. So, aren't we all just prostitutes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you yeah. go. We're all just spreading our legs for the man. Just yep. a bunch of whores. Marks my pimp. Why'd you mark that? Because I'm gonna isolate it. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. That's it. Don't erase that. You're cutting out a lot of good stuff. Today. No, I'm isolating that. That's gonna stay. Oh, all right, cool. Hey, so this whiskey, what is it? Yeah. This is Bren, which is a French single malt French. whiskey. It, it immediately tastes like apples to me. I mean, it's got just a huge apple thing going on with it. So oh, Dan's got a question. I, I would, I, I would prefer trying that one over there in the cute box. I'm sure that you would. <laughs> <laughs> But that's not going to happen. Damn it. All the way back, Sarah's like, do you think he's going to let you try it? And I'm like, he better let me try it on the pubcast. Which one's in the cute box? Oh, what is oh. that? Oh, nice look at that. The price is on the top. This is, uh, I can't read uh, Glenn Doolin 17. Ooh. This is Glenn Dalla. Single malt Irish whiskey 17 year with a very shiny placard Dula. on the front of the box. Dula. First aged in American oak ex-bourbon casks, then aged in a rare Japanese Mizunara cask. But this is not what we're drinking. We are not drinking this today. So that's good that we talked about it. I like the box. It's very shiny. Yeah, yeah, the price tags on the top will tell you why we're not drinking it. I really like the nose uh, on this one. Was it 300 it, bucks? 305. 305. It doesn't look like we paid too much for it. 299 to 350 Shit, that ain't bad. Okay, so Bren... And the, re right. the reason we're tasting Bren, we'll taste that some other time. Kay. The reason we're tasting Bren is our next uh, whiskey tasting, which is April 5th. We are doing single malt whiskeys not originating in Scotland. Mm. Uh, we're doing this one, which is a French single malt whiskey. Then we're doing Lark, which is a Tasmanian single malt whiskey. Doing, I knew he was going to do that. And then we're doing Pine Barrens, which is a, is a United States single malt whiskey. Then we're doing Puni, which I believe huh. that we tasted two weeks Pony. ago, and yeah. you love it when I say Puni. Italiano Puni. Puni. Iniquity, which is an Australian single malt whiskey. And then Pendrin, Pendrin which yes. is a Welsh single malt whiskey. Sorry, got excited. Anyway, Bren comes from the cognac region of France. Uh, the distillery is in a farmhouse or on a farm, and all all their um, it's rye that they use is grown on the farm that the distillery is in the middle of. Uh, it is then aged in... Mm, it kind of tastes like it's aged in Laffy Taffy barrels. French limousine oak barrels. Yeah, I, I, like I said, it just apple. Just the nose on See, it. See, when I drank it the first time, I got almost, remember the little banana nerds? The runts. Yeah. Runts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kind of, I got banana runts out of it. I get mm. that. I, I, I can see now, that smell. I had the banana runts last week, and it was not, you, it was not a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. Uh, it kept, like, when, kept me at the When hotel. you look up the reviews on this whiskey, they talk about butterscotch. And I don't get that. No. And, and I, I don't, don't get, get that. So. I but I enjoy this 
it's good. I, it's, I really enjoy it. If I was sitting in the French countryside, I would certainly stick out my pinky while drinking it's, this. Uh, I'd have uh, a beret the, on. The yeast. I, and it's 100% organic, too. And a fun mustache. The yeast that oh. is used. The, the yeast that is used is a proprietary yeast belonging to the distiller, which is a, approximately 140 years old. Wow. I think this tastes like a watered-down proper 12 apple. Huh. So I don't. I don't. I don't I get don't, any. I don't get that. I don't get any apple on the palate. I get apple on the nose. Yeah. I still it's, get banana. And then I, I still just get banana. I just get all sorts of banana laffy taffy. What um what what is the uh, approximate price on this? Uh, uh, twelve dollars a pour. Sixty ish bucks. This is nice retail. It's. I mean, I don't know if I would seek it out, but if I was in France and this was an option, I would certainly drink it. I. You know, it's I'd quite pro- nice. I'd probably buy a bottle to have at the it's, house. It's. It's very refined. Would, yeah. It's. It's from the cognac region. So if it was from any place else, it would simply be what. Whiskey? Wine. I don't know. Right. What would right. Wine. It? Right. If it's from the cognac, it can only be called cognac. You know. So this is what my brain went to right away when I smelled and tasted this. So you guys remember the Baskin Robbins ice cream uh, 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 gum, bubble gum ice cream? Yes. Have bubble gum in it? I, this tastes just like it to me. I was raised a poor kid. We didn't get to go to Baskin Robbins. He was a gotcha. poor black child raised yeah. in the South. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that was Steve Martin and the yeah. Jerk. Right. And he was the son of they poor black sharecroppers. They cans, too. Couldn't make, they, couldn't make that movie today, could you? Oh, no God, no. Way. Very, very interesting that they're bucking trend and being in cognac, you know, the most expensive land that you can make liquor in. Well, I don't know if there is a more expensive liquor out there. I mean, it's all aged in French lemon and they're making oak and, barrels, too, and cognac barrels, so it blows my mind that it's but They're making single malt whiskey. You know, they're like, yeah, fuck it, fuck it, the cognac. I don't like it. I, li- I enjoy it. That's I, my French accent, I by the way. I, I, it was nice. I got it. Uh... <laughs> I agree with Tom. I, I would if it charged me two hundred and fifty bucks for it, I'd be pissed. Kinda. But at seventy five, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no, I, it's it's this definitely drinkable. It's quite nice. I threw a little water in it, and it just completely obliterated the astringency. Yeah. Yeah. What little tiny bit of astringency there was, and now it just tastes like liquid candy. Uh, mm. This stuff's that's really nice. Really liquid good. candy, liquid like candy, that. and not like the tube of red shit. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The squeezy tube. The j- <laughs> you do that again. I'm sure, I'm sure that looked good. I, I heard that just this weekend on a video. <laughs> was, it on, was, it, was it a movie that you were watching? <laughs> it, was only, it was only 20 minutes long. But by, I heard by the that way, Liqu- Liquid Candy, I saw them uh, at the slowdown about a month ago. Is that really a band? Really good. Has I don't know. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Could be. Should be. If it's not... <laughs> Has anybody at the uh, currently on the podcast ever made it to the end of a porn? To the end of a porn? Yeah. Yeah, when I start like six minutes before the end. Oh, but porn is, <laughs> porn is so different nowadays. I mean, you, you know, before it was like if you lived with another dude and you had your your stash, you know, you throw the VCR, you throw the tape in the VCR, and it's like, it, it, you know, you saw where he got bored, where it just ended, or um, right after he finished. Right. Usually, right after a month. Well, that was shot. what I was saying. But nowadays, I mean, it's all on. You just fire up a little, you know, yeah. video on your phone, and you're, you know, it's, it's. You don't have to finish, right? I would love to do a podcast someday on the evolution of the porn history, porn industry, and because you could draw so many connections to porn did it, and then the entertainment industry did it. Porn was the one that made VHS really well, popular. Well, there's a similar to that. There's a couple out there about uh, about 
older porn stars that when they got old and they kind of interview them. I can't remember what 100% what it's called. But also Mr. Skin did a, a documentary called Skin, the History of Nudity in Movies. Now, it's not about porn per se, but it sort of tracks. It's You can watch it right now. It's on, I don't think, Hulu. And uh, it's pretty interesting to see how before the MPAA or whatever, before ratings, mm-hmm. there was ton of tons of skin in movies. There was tons of nudity. And then all of a sudden, it, like after I think it was approximately in the 1930s, it just went away completely, 100%. Um, and then it took till like the 60s for it to come back. Um, the free love porn movement. Porn is interesting stuff. It's I just watch it you know for you, uh, you know educational know purposes. When you're addicted to porn, if you keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, if you watch it for the plot, is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no, that was, that was no, the saying you, that you I, keep I heard watching it. when it's when it's yeah. when you're done. It was an, uh just I, sit there, just all messy. <laughs> that was a so Craig like, Evans a really uh, news story on Todd and Tyler one day. They were talking about porn addiction, and I think Todd said, "Well, you know, you have a porn addiction when you keep watching watching after you finish." Did you hear about Jenna Jameson? Speaking of porn, oh, she's got yeah. some weird disease that has left her unable to walk. It wasn't thing. her day job anyway. Hey, it's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> she seems way better at laying down. I uh, I saw co- I saw a couple of her films in the past, and I and I think I, she had trouble walking after a couple of those too. I bet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Probably not. We uh, oh years ago years ago I uh, was living in Cleveland, and a friend group that we had, the ladies of the group, not the men, the ladies of the group, found out that Jenna Jameson was dancing at a club in, in the edges of Cleveland. And they said, we're going to go. You guys can go if you want, but we're all going to go watch her. And she was a very good dancer and very hot. That's how she uh, started. She started off as a uh, dancer out in Vegas. Isn't that how they all start? Not all of them. No? No, we actually just had a, had a girl in Omaha that has kind of found some stardom in the porn industry. Farah? No. She's a dumb bitch. Yeah. Uh, this chick's name is Stephanie Love. Yes, Stephanie Love is a, speaking of Todd and Tyler, is a friend of the Todd and Tyler show. She's been on a couple times. She is. Dan she, immediately goes to his keyboard to see what this yeah. chick looks like. Well, she's, uh, Jesus. She's, yeah, no, she's pretty, uh, she's well, pretty uh, well, stacked. And if you go a little further back, you can see her before all the plastic surgery. Before she got her Brazilian butt lift. And her boob job. What's her name? Stephanie, Stephanie Love. Love. Yeah, yeah, first you made fun of me, and now you're Googling it, too. Which she, she used to go by Stephanie the Stripper. <coughs> Hang on, I'm, I'm taking one for the team and scrolling back through all of her pictures. Dan, what, hey, you, what you won't do for the podcast. I know. It's Such my dedication. A giver. You're a giver, Dan. You're a giver. Um, uh, was there a finished year story? I don't, what it was I like talking about? Uh, the uh, going and seeing Jenna Jameson dance. No, that was about it. It's okay. just that she, uh, yeah. And I've seen, uh, I I might have previewed a couple of Stephanie Love's movies, just, you know, research. She also might have trouble walking when she's done with a couple of those. She specializes in uh, um, larger things. Uh, she, she's actually a blowjob specialist. I didn't know that. Uh, what I saw was, um, yeah, let's just move on. Oh, no, she, she can go so deep she, she has a tail. She's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, Stephanie Love pre st- all the work. She was uh, still very attractive. Yeah, good looking girls, kind of smaller boobs, so it makes sense she got a boob job. If you're going to be in the industry, you better have knockers. Uh, no, I, I all right. 
did read a thing. She is getting knocked pretty bad because of all the tattoos. Mm. Oh, that's unfortunate because I like I tattoos. thought this day and age, isn't that yeah, just that normal, tattoos, isn't it? Though. Some of them are good. The problem is she's got a full back piece that's her. At least you can look at her when, you know. That's still weird. Yeah. All right. Tattoo Renee? yourself. Yes, French. Good stuff. Yeah, really yeah. good. I'm uh, going to enjoy this tasting. Podcast seems to enjoy it. Matt, what have you brought for us? Uh, we're going to do Cedar Ridge's Small Batch Number 9. This is Slipknot's Whiskey. Ah, this is why I couldn't buy Bottled and Bond, a barrel of Bottled and Bond from them when I bought mine, because most of their four-year-old plus stuff goes into this. Uh, this ah. is... So a blend of four to five-year-old straight rye and straight bourbon uh, from Cedar Ridge. It is Slipknot's whiskey. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about Cedar Ridge on this. I believe it's all just not a whole lot. Very much when you see it on the shelf, it screams Slipknot. It's very. It is produced by. It is produced at Cedar Ridge's yes. facility, though. It's by them. This is a forty-five percenter, so ninety proof. That's super easy drinking. Four to five-year straight bourbons and rye. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is I'm not a Slipknot fan, but aren't the members of Slipknot they have they are numbered, and uh, that's what number nine means. It's the ninth member of Slipknot or something like that. S- Slipknot, well, Slipknot's from the Des Moines area, yes. So it's all the big Iowa connection, uh, and they Slipknot has gone through enough members, yes, that I think number nine is the amount of original members they had. Okay. Which they've had two or three die. They've had people quit. They about killed the clown on one of their yeah. one of their first uh, tours, which they about killed him down at Sokol. They hit him in the head with an empty beer keg. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sent him to the hospital. Uh, the clown made $14,000 their first tour because he had to pay all of his medical bills. Uh, I think, I, I believe that they're not necessarily labeled by number. They do have their own names, like the Clown and okay. Um, I, again, I don't yes. know. I don't know Corey Taylor. Yeah, I know Corey Taylor, and that's it. So, Which I met uh, Corey Taylor a few years ago at the waiting room. He's a pretty nice guy. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, even if you're not a fan of Slipknot, uh, it is definitely a show to go and watch because I have never ever seen a band in all the live concerts I've seen. I've never seen a band have such command over a crowd like Slipknot. It's kind of like going to see Guar. Which Guar's does Guar still? Guar is still around. They've had quite a few people in their band die, also. Right. Um, well, you know, heroin's but, a hell of a drug, right? You know, it is. It can do bad things. Right. So, but yeah, Guar squirts the crowd with fake blood, mm-hmm. which is fun. I saw them twice at the Ranch Bowl, once working, once as a spectator. Hmm. But yeah, they have giant tanks. Of fake blood they squirt all over the audience and the motherfuckers love it. Yeah. Well, I was I was up by the bar. I have been told and seeing Clown Posse can also be a, a show to They're remember. fun. They are a fun fun concert to yeah. see for sure. With their Fago and I like this whiskey. This is good whiskey. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's uh super easy to drink, which I'm still getting a little bit of the banana from the from the brand. But this is a. Mm. I could sit and, and drink this and get in a lot of trouble with it. It's that is that has got a ton of flavor right on the tip. Mm. 
It I'll give it to you right just on the, the tip. tip. You don't All have to wait halfway through the shaft. It's just right there at the right tip. Right there. It's just bloop. Right, yeah. Wow. This is one today, isn't it? This is... <laughs> wow. Well, this I is like you, a podcast you bold. Take, you take a week off, and all of a sudden we regress to 14-year-olds. <laughs> Innuendo. Anybody shit their pants over the weekend? Uh, yes. Huh? What? You did? What? Of course. That's like dance That's, fetish. What the hell are you well, talking I mean, about? I didn't like... I mean, I didn't That's why he calls it. Sarah Mommy. Drop an entire load, but I thought it was a fart. Turns out... It was a little more, and I Dude, you threw out a tester, and then you failed, huh? I, uh, that shit, man. We, we call it sharding. I did that yeah. a couple months ago. Sherry was out of town, and I was just hanging out around the house. And you know, when you're at home, you do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. You know, for good push, Matt. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. <laughs> well, I pushed a little too hard and grabbed my shorts. Oh, and uh, <laughs> so I hustled up to the bathroom, took my shorts off, and I threw them in the bathtub. And then I closed the shower curtain. Whoops. In our spare bathroom, forgot about him. Oh no! <laughs> well, because you clean up and then you go shower and then you know. Ugh. And so about a week ago, Sherry goes, "Why? Why is there a pair of your Bob White oh, shorts in no. the bathtub in there?" And I went, "Don't touch those. <laughs> Don't touch those. I will get them when I do laundry next, which I've done laundry like ten times since." You know, I was driving them. from Temecula to L.A. Uh, for many reasons, but uh, mostly because I had to fly home, and. Uh, I'd been sharing a bathroom with five other people while I was there, so timing was kind of weird. And you know, we've been eating and drinking for a few days, so you see where this is going. And I'm driving down the interstate on uh, uh, in the morning, and I'm like, "Where the hell can I go that's going to have a clean bathroom?" Right? The library pub. Oh no, you're no. And you know what occurred to me suddenly? I'm like, I'm in California. They got Costco's everywhere. Fire up, find the nearest Costco, pull in, clean bathroom. Got a hot dog. Splash of gas in the car. It was one-stop shopping. Sounds like it. a good stop. It was. Were like, Why were you in to Temecula, you. California? Well, Temecula, California, there is a wine region there called te- the Temecula Valley, and uh, they make wine there. Mm. Pretty good wine. Um, also, I had a free place to stay. Uh, our good friend Jeremiah. Hey, buddy. His father lives in Temecula. Well, in, near there. And uh, I had a free place to stay. So... We went uh, to the wineries and went into San Diego. I, uh, in San Diego, I went to a place called Old Town Tequila, which is, um, if you've ever seen any of the Harry Potter movies, you know, like the curiosity shop at the beginning where he has to go and get the wand and stuff. It was mm-hmm. kind of like that, but with tequila. There was just so much. It was overwhelming. That sounds beautiful. I finally just told the guy. Guy goes, do you need any help? I desperately. And he said, what are you looking for? And I told him, and he just walks me around and goes, that, 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 that. We've opened three of them so far at home, and they're all just outstanding. Mm-hmm. So it's been really, it was really interesting. I like going to liquor stores where the people actually know what they're talking about. It's so helpful. Well, I will bring some of those tequilas on the future shows since the last tequila you guys didn't absolutely shout me down about. So please do. Um, the, the one is really exceptional. It's it kind of like, for me, bridges the difference between mezcal and tequila in, in a good way. Mark's got a good bottle So it's like whiskey tequila. tequila. Around here. It's got a little tiny little bit of that mezcal burnt tire thing that I don't care for, but it, but it, but it works in this one. So interesting. Well, it's not going to be with the. But no, I I am probably going to go out and buy a bottle of this number nine. What's that? I said I am probably going to go out and buy a bottle of this number nine. I think it's it's got it's got the corn on the finish in in the way that you want it to. Gives you know, it kind like, of the, you just know that it's nice a bourbon. little little yeah. sweet touch at the back. Absolutely, yeah. This is yeah. I Cedar Ridge. I continue to be surprised by the whiskeys they produce. Their uh, their single malt that I brought down here. The Quintessential. It's it's not the best single malt I've ever had. It's but still it, pretty good. Though. It's pretty good. So 
which we just got the Yellowstone 108, which is their single malt. Oh boy! And it turned turned out to be not horrible. It's pretty decent. Nice. Uh, you're probably gonna pay about forty bucks a bottle for that. Cool. So, which Who's, is a great price for a great bourbon. All right. Oh, and the price sticker on this bottle still says grocery on it. Yep. <laughs> so this is something I got in California. This is Very Old Barton 100 Proof. I was very excited to see it because I don't see the 100 Proof. No, we don't. I did buy a bottle in Missouri two years ago, but I ended up giving it to my bar manager for his birthday, so I never actually tried it. Um, this is the bottom barrel, bottom of the Sazerac line, I think, isn't it? I mean, when you say that, I don't know. I'd have to ask some experts on the Sazerac. This line. is too bad we don't have two of them sitting here. Sazerac Barton, I know, right? Because this is Barton. Yeah. So. Sazerac, yeah. Um, Thank you. Th- you know, this is is not expensive whiskey. Sixteen ninety nine is what I paid for it. And doing research, I think I got ripped off about three bucks. Um, but that's okay. I think uh, it's about. I think it's. I think so. The your cost, the eighty proof is like eight bucks. The ninety proof is like ten. I'm assuming this is probably like around twelve bucks a bottle. Their so cost maybe twelve, twelve yeah. to fifteen somewhere. Oh wow, that doesn't suck. No, That's well, I mean you figure it's it's the seventeen ninety two bottled in bond. Yeah, basically, basically yeah. just yeah. younger, just yeah. not really bottled in bond. Wow, if we could get this hundred proof, this would probably be my go to go to cocktail whiskey at the house. Currently, I use uh, Quality House as my mixer whiskey, but. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I wish we could. I wish this would come in the state. Get some cherry out of Ooh, that, which yeah. I don't normally get out of very old Bartons. Which who knows? It could be a, a mix of these other whiskeys we've had. The nose has a little grandma's purse. Um, not mm, a lot, but bad Werthers. Hmm. That's a drinking whiskey there. Something you just drink. Uh, This is something you can do just about anything with and not be mad. There you go. It's good cocktail whiskey, decent sipping whiskey. You know, dump a bunch of Coca Cola on it or ginger ale, and it's and you don't feel bad because it's a fifteen dollar bottle. Absolutely, that'll you know you put that up against. I don't know what Jim Beam White goes for these days, but it's got to be up up in the thirties. Yeah, so this to me would if it was a better shaped bottle, it would fit in a well. The very old Bartons. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that there's 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 some wells that fits in and some wells that don't. Do you think there's a reason they make bottles the shape they do to keep them out of wells? I don't know why you'd create a bottle for a $16 or $15 whiskey so and you couldn't put it in a well. Well, I don't know think- why they would create this whiskey in the first place. With the way that the bourbon world is exploding and people are just running to hand money to people for bourbons, why would you go to the effort of producing a 100-proof whiskey for $12 a bottle? What's the point? Because you can. I did a bourbon tasting yesterday at noon. Yeah, Sunday at noon. Great. Anyway, the lady that was setting it up said she wanted the tasting to cost $25. The way we price tastings, we simply charge the drink price divided by four because you get four pours. And it was tough to get it up to tw- 25 bucks. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, expect expensive bourbon until you start getting to the, the unicorns. Eh, you know, David Nicholson, $11. Well, you divide that by four, it's not much money. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right. Uh, so far, we have had uh, Brienne. Am I saying that right? Bren. 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 Also, Slipknot number nine from Matt. And then uh, Varial Barton's 100 Proof from Chef Tom. This one's yours, Dan. Yeah, I was down next. in uh, Kansas City this weekend and stopped by his lovely little Irish shop called Brown's Irish Market. If you're into Irish anything, stop by and nice little family-owned joint. And this was one of them that I never recognized, so I just thought, what the hell? I'm going to give it a shot. Now, Hyde is the name of the bourbon, and it's named after... Uh, Irish whiskey. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's named after the president of Ireland... When they started distilling back in 1640, Seamus, Douglas Seamus Hyde. Hyde. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seamus was his uncle. Seamus was his uncle, step cousin. Uh, apparently, President Hyde was in, an inspirational figure who helped define Ireland's national identity. Read their mantra, Dan. Go back up. Read their mantra. Everybody, be quiet. It's all about the wood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's also, my wife's uh, <laughs> mantra. <laughs> Now, the one that I picked out was, uh, apparently it's Hyde number 4, President's Cask. This is, uh, I don't know what the 1922 is on the label. I haven't been able to figure that out yet. But it is originally aged in 200-liter flame-charred ex-bourbon Flame-charred. That's way better than ice-charred. Flame-charred. From Kentucky in the USA. Uh, before being Fire transferred flame. to 200 liter flame charred dark rum <laughs> casks from Barbados in the Caribbean for a further six month finish. This is complicated whiskey. There's yeah. a lot going on in this Irish. I thought Irishes were supposed to be like simple and delicate. Hey, 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 now. Whiskies. Oh, Whiskies. Gotcha. You ever met a simple You're definitely delicate not simple Ireland? or delicate. No, oh, I'm, de- I'm delicate. I'm yeah, deli- delicate like a cinder block. <laughs> <laughs> Nice simile. Thank you. That hurts. It does not hurt, Tom. Wow, it hurts that a little. Is, got it hurts. A ton of fruit. Well, cinder blocks hurt. So they do. Well, I they just, can. They they're can. very heavy. I'm a, I'm a sensitive guy. Tender. He's a tender fish. Sensitive to what? Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Tom has something to say to that. That's a good one. <laughs> no. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, I got the you're Kevin, cool. you're cool. <laughs> you and Kevin go have lunch together then. Plum. <laughs> what cool you greens. What you hand me? Is that the Slipknot? You that's, don't like it, Mark? That's more of the, whatever this stuff's called. Dr. Jack. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. What's the proof on that? 46% alcohol, so. 46, yeah. So 90 92. I don't hate it. I didn't like I the first sip. The second love sip it. was a lot better. Um, I wish more of that rum came out. Agreed. Like maybe something like the caramels from the rum or like the... Just a little bit of molassesy flavor. Yes, yes. Hmm. Just something to switch it up. I mean, with all the flame stuff they're talking about. Flame, the barrels are flame broiled. Flame broiled. <laughs> like Burger King. Yeah, they have it your way. They have it your way. They don't really mean that. Uh, they, they also get mad offer, if you order it your way. They also offer sherry cask matured. By the way, uh, matured. I, for your sake, I did not pick that bottle. It's you could have. It's okay. I uh, I I tend to I try to avoid 
I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen uh, anymore. So. Bourbon cask, rum cask, like when I have burgundy cask. Uh, there's another rum finished one that is a 10-year that I missed. Uh, Speaking yeah. of burgundy, no, what's everyone's favorite soup? Huh? What's everyone's favorite soup? Soup? Soup. Well, how does a burgundy have anything to do with soup? Because my favorite soup is uh, beef burgundy. Hmm. Beef bourguignon. Bourguignon. Yeah. That's not really a soup, but okay. I mean, I guess you could make I, it a soup. We had it. We had it when as people a soup. Say I had soup, a friend of mine my, that made it. Mine it excellent. goes to tomato soup because I'm fucking, I just love it. It's like a bisque just, or a yeah, creamy bisque. tomato? Yeah, any, or? any, any. Honestly, any. I hate tomato soup. Oh, God, I love it. With All versions of tomato oh soup. Oh, my God. I want to go home and eat it right now. I'm a big fan of uh, like a like a well-made lobster bisque. Ooh, uh, I do like a yeah, good lobster bisque, I, too. I think I make a pretty now, good one. The, the question when you ask what your favorite soup is, is you have to first define soup. Whatever. It's liquidy and runny, and I don't care if it's a stew or a soup or a broth. What's your favorite? Chili. Perfect. Well-made chili. Ham no beans. Bean Ooh, I do like a good ham and bean mm. soup also. But it has to be the next day. Yeah. Well, yeah, Basically, it's got to sit. a giant like batch bisques. of it and then let it sit overnight. I, I would also, like, a runner-up for me is a clam chowder, like a New England clam yep. chowder. A good, good clam a good chowder, New, man. Not New York. Ooh, no. Yeah. Well, I do like a Manhattan, but it's got to be made right. Oh, see, I like I like the potato-based way more. No, I, I'm with you. I like a creamy, you know, good, good. I'm sure you do, I Tom. do. Mm, God roll damn it, it you guys. Now I'm hungry. I know, right? That's weird. You're That's always strange. hungry. I literally wasn't. You're I was surprised you didn't tackle Evan yesterday when he was bringing in the taco meat. You got to it so quick. I was busy stalking. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped myself at two tacos because I had cashews coming up for dinner. Ooh. Mm. They used to be a lot better. Look at you living the high life. Uh, I didn't pay for it. Okay, uh, there you go. That helps. I was going to say that I, I was actually kind of disappointed with the steak, but... Last time they I was at Cashio's, it was not. Good. They used to be a lot better. When, when the we actual did our, our death knell run, Tom? No. Did I go to Cashio's with you? I think so. Uh, I know I, we went to Johnny's, and then it closed. No, no we Johnny's to, still open. We went to P- uh, uh, Piccolo Pete's. Piccolo Pete's, and it closed. Yeah, uh, we they are pic- reopening. Where? And Piccolo's has got a food truck. <laughs> For what? The interstate. Anthony's. What, are they going to do veal parmesan out of a food truck? That no. seems weird. Uh, they were, yeah. The sun, the sun was well, doing I'll, a I'll tell you the Piccolo Pete story really quick. We went there with Mo and Mark years ago, and right before they closed, and, and uh, I said, how's the uh, – uh, I'm I'm just this guy, I guess, but uh, the, the lady – I chef. said, how's the veal parmesan? And the lady, like, literally the server, like, waved me off of it. She's like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> really? <laughs> awesome, awesome. And so I did, and she was right. I shouldn't have. <laughs> well, Tom is famous for going to dinner at places and ordering what they're not known for. I want to order something that Johnny's sucks. Steakhouse, and he orders fish. <laughs> and then bitches about the fish, and it's like... I didn't bitch. <laughs> I just pointed out that it wasn't Orange Ruffy. Your wife bitched about the fish <laughs> incessantly and a lot. All right, the next Whiskey Wednesday Welcome coming up to April my 5th at the Library Pub. $45 a ticket. Find the full lineup and more details on the Library Pub Omaha Facebook page. Can Anything I make an announcement? 72 Table and Tap and or Timber Creek that we'd like to know about? Not really. Please come see us. We'd like to see you. We'd like to have your money, and okay. uh, we'd like to take care of you the proper way. But I would like to make an announcement next uh, Monday. No, Matt's got this look on his face like, holy shit. No, Next Monday is April 3rd, correct? 
Correct. That will be my 51st birthday. Oh, oh happy what are we birthday. Do? Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to start it here. So uh, if you guys want to... I, wanna... I almost remember my 51st birthday, but it's been a long time ago. Well, really looking forward to mine. When you traded in your 48 olds. Background President Hyde time. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Monday I plan on not working Boom. and probably just getting drunk. So there you go. Awesome. Huh. Look forward to it. Maybe I'll call, call Noah and see what he's got going on that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd be perfectly happy to take the shift. He would, All right, swing out to uh, 72 Table and Tap and or Timber Creek and get yourself some delicious grub and uh, uh, boost. Um, anything else going on, guys? Anything else? We got I, a couple I get to go on. meet my first grandkid. Hey! And see my son that I haven't seen in now four or five years. Congratulations. So we do that. Uh, we leave not this Friday, but the following Friday. Kevin's got something for me. Yep. Is it? Ladies it's and gentlemen, bur- it's Kevin bourbon. Smith. What? It's bourbon. Bourbon flavored? No, not bourbon flavored. Okay. It's just called bourbon. Burr. Is it's it a, a cookie bourbon? or what is it? Bourbon. 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 Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, cookies. Little, they're little cookies that I found you, at Kevin. the Asian market uh, like a week ago. I bet we are pronouncing it 100% wrong. Probably, but it's spelled literally no. the exact same. Damn, that's so. fucking good. They're very good cookies. Give me some milk. Let's go. Right, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> this is good. Doesn't taste like bourbon. Where are these from? This is good. Asian market. Oh, yeah, just the Asian market overall on Seventy Second and Dodge. But where are they Who? native to? China. Good question. China. Oh, God, I could eat the shit out of those. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> like I one out of the first pack, like oh. as we were trying a bunch of snacks from there. Dessert. And I was like, oh, just kidding. I'm gonna eat all these now. Hmm. Oh yeah, there's with some ice cream. Oh, there's not a one and dunner. Mm, no. no, yeah, no, this I is I'm gonna eat all of good. them. Those are pretty good. There's nothing bourbon about it. No, flat. just the name. I don't know. Hey, you know what I should have done? <laughs> Shove a cookie in my mouth for trying to close up the episode. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Cash register. All right, guys. Cash register. This is some great listening right here. Library Pub, 90th and Fort, 72 Table and Tap, 72nd and Q. Q. Shimmer Creek, Pizza Pub and Grill, 180th and Harrison. We'll be back next week for a 53rd birthday celebration. 51st. Oh, sorry. 51st. Oh, they're 51st. Indian cookies. Mm. Oh. Which technically is still Asia. Hey, we're, we're in uh, India. Can they make whiskey? <laughs> they I do. believe it's in the Goa region. Is it? Is it in the Goa region of India? <laughs> Fuck it's all of you. That's <laughs> Dan's favorite joke when it comes to whiskey. Do you know that's the only place they make... <laughs> I don't understand what's funny. I'm lost. Completely lost. This is every time we bring up Indian whiskey, Dan baits Mark <laughs> by saying, Where is this made, Mark? And Mark's um standard response is, Well, this is made in the Goa region, which is the only place in India where they can make spirits. <laughs> and Dan it's just Dan just thinks it's the funniest fucking shit ever. <laughs> I'm only laughing because Dan's laughing. Right? Just, like, just the amount of crying. laughter. The like his face is bright, like purple. Maybe Bye, somebody everybody. else should do the close out now. That's everybody. That's the end of the episode. San Diego.
Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. This time I'm talking laptop screen replacement. We've all made the mistake of dropping our laptop. Maybe one of our animals stepped on it. Maybe we set something heavy on top of it and we just didn't realize it was too heavy. And you go to turn that laptop screen on, there's a giant crack across it. That doesn't mean your laptop is completely worthless. In just a couple of days of turnaround, I can easily get your laptop screen replaced and usually it's for a pretty reasonable price. Don't think your laptop is completely wasted just because you have a broken screen on it. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641, or shoot me an email, tailoredcomputersandrepair at gmail.com. I'd be glad to give you an estimate on how much it's going to cost to replace your laptop screen.